indeed. I got this new cologne for Christmas and I'm smelling it on myself right now. It smells so good. Yeah, dude, it does smell good. You I get like it. You get <laughs> I can smell it through the Skype call. Do you guys wear cologne? No, dude. I don't. I'm all all natural musk. You don't even wear deodorant? No. Now let me I guess. I don't even use soap. You wear Jake uses Right Guard Extreme Sport Speed Stick. <laughs> no. I'm a big um uh degree oh, Everest guy. There you go. I've heard good things about degree. Yeah. I've literally used the same old spice deodorant since I wore deodorant the very first day <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Since you were in third grade. Yeah, since I hit puberty, third grade. You guys are super into getting cancer slowly. Type thing. Yeah, I love I love blocking all of my pores with yeah. chemical compounds. Hey, cool. Mine has oh, no heavy metals, so you know. <laughs> no aluminum. Great. It's blue though, Did so I'm you not guys, sure. <laughs> yeah, not a very natural fluorescent blue color. Did you guys ever wear Axe body spray? I never did. Yes, like in middle school. Did you ever wear Tag? I feel like no. I wore both of those things because when I was in the middle school locker room, everybody else was spraying it on, and I feel like I just had it on me. Secondhand <laughs> yeah. axe exposure. Second. <laughs> That's yeah. The middle be school a thing. locker room. Middle school locker room had this like weird, weird combination of bo yep. shit and axe. Yeah. And none of those. None of them canceled each other out. I always it was just like. I always said it kind of smelled stench. like corn nuts with perfume on them you know what i mean <laughs> it's just terrible I, that's why i played football in middle school uh just because that's everybody was doing it but right i remember going into the locker room and just being like i don't think i could do this for four years of high school dude imagine wrestling you did I wrestled in high school and there's some smelly dudes i mean you sweat you sweat so much at wrestling practice because they kick the heat up so everyone can cut weight at the same time you're just wearing everybody else's so you're just rolling around in each other's sweat yeah yeah it's like very slippery you guys are just like trading leotards and stuff like there were yeah yeah (laughs) leotards (laughs) there were days where they like in between drills they would we would have to wipe down the mats because they were too slippery we couldn't get like people were blowing out their knees and stuff is anyway great that's why i didn't wrestle (laughs) (laughs) yeah wrestling speaking of rolling around with sweaty dudes well i was gonna just talk about those colognes because so i've been wearing the same cologne basically since i was in high school it's a it's called wrangler and it's like the jeans yeah it's from the jean company right does it smell Uh, like denim (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like it smells kind of like a new boot and metal. Not metal, like and dirt. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. It's, <laughs> it's literally by the Jean Company. Yeah, look it up. It's on Amazon. Uh, All right, Wrangler Cologne. Yeah, it, it smells really good. I like it. But um, there it is. I've been using it forever, but I got some new stuff for Christmas from uh, my my wife's mom, my wife's mom. She must have thought oh. I stunk. I don't know. Yeah, but it's called. It's just called Bourbon, is the name of it, <laughs> and it it smells really good. So I've kind of actually been switching over slowly, sort of. Okay, Denim but, and whiskey. So you just always 
always smell like either denim or bourbon. But I was going to say kind of a thing for me is putting on cologne when I'm actually going to be going somewhere. And I was just, yeah. And I was just talking to someone the other day about how I feel like it's been a long time since I've worn my style because we're all having to stay home, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. And you feel like that's altered. You feel like you wake up in the morning and you think differently about what you're going to wear now because yeah. of the unnamed thing. Well, even when I was home and writing music, I like to wear semi like show casual stuff because it kind of helps me feel like I'm not very good at just wearing my sweatpants and writing music because I don't know if something about it just makes me feel kind of sloppy. Headspace kind of thing. Yeah, but that. even sometimes like... um I know a conversation, Nick, you and I have had before live streams is like, are we going to wear boots? And we always yeah. end up doing it because it just, I, I mean, we're not those musicians that play barefoot on stage, you know? So yeah, right about it's that. like, get it, it's like, kind of like that wearing the suit for the test type of thing mm -hmm. or the shirt and tie just to kind of help you feel more intelligent. But I've, I mm -hmm. miss like wearing my stuff. You know, I feel like all of my, the clothes that I wear normally from day to day are just sitting dormant in my, in my drawer right now. It's really, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. We're all big hat guys too. So I feel like that's kind of been a weird thing. Like I normally mm -hmm. don't just wear my fedora around the house while I'm unloading the dishwasher. You know, it's like, you <laughs> yeah. don't, I mean, I know Jake you do does. Jake, but <laughs> sometimes I wear it just with my underwear. Just this around. hat. Well, yeah, I mean, the girls not? are going to go crazy after that. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I've, I mean, I've been working from home since, wow, almost a year now, since like March of last year. And uh, at first I would still like shower and put on uh, jeans and my normal clothes because I was like, this isn't going to last very long. I don't want to get out of my routine. But now the only time I put on real clothes is if I like go out to eat or if like the, the few times that I go into the office for something. Mm. And even then I'm just putting on jeans and wearing the shirt that I wore to the gym earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so like Under a it's been weird. Like doing laundry recently has just been like the same six outfits, like the same mm. six things that I wear to the gym. You know, I have six shirts, six pairs of shorts that yeah. I just cycle through. Um, I, I could honestly just get rid of all of the clothes in my closet right now. Cause I just don't have a use for any of it. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you make it through six outfits. I, I don't even make it that far. Normally just like <laughs> gym clothes and then jeans and a t-shirt and then maybe yeah. a really good pair of sweatpants or shorts for lounging around. But I think the hard right. part is like, so I've been, I've been in the van in the sprinter van and doing a lot of just like off-grid living and I'm not really required to wear anything you know at all so it feels really yeah. it feels super weird for me I feel like I'm on tour without the shows and so I subconsciously mm. like can't bring myself to uh uh really change what I'm wearing in a day it's like oh, I take these off yeah. and put the same thing on the next day right and I look like that guy who like steps out of his van and he's been wearing the same thing, you know. You look like a guy that's living in a van. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is like having a really good pair of sweatpants. I've learned that yeah. it's so much better to buy something that's a little bit more expensive, which sounds weird, 
went into a pair of sweatpants and like mm-hmm. something about even lounging around makes you feel better than like a right. three dollar pair of knockoffs that you know not going to name any brands yeah. but you know what i mean no i get it i i recently started wearing like higher quality lounge clothes it sounds so bizarre like you said like to think of the your relaxing clothes as still being like nice or trying to feel mm-hmm. good but there is something about it like I personally feel better wearing like the jogger style sweatpants than I do wearing like the baggy yes. track pants that you Same. know we always used to wear in high school or whatever. Just wear them something about out. it. Right. <laughs> that was the most bizarre trend. Why did we what do was that? up with that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's weird. Um rebellion. Yeah, so I I thought it'd be fun since we don't ever get to wear any of the clothes that we like cuz we're all like for better or for worse, we're all pretty into the style. Like we, I think we all um, take pride in the way that we look and we enjoy nice clothes and boots and hats and stuff like we said. So I thought it could be fun to kind of just talk about like what our personal style is and then um, maybe talk about how it's changed over the years because I think we always like find old pictures of ourselves from – Really not even all that long ago and be like, what the hell were we yeah. wearing? <laughs> so we could yes. talk about some of that. Well, I remember, um, I remember we were, well, we kind of grew up in the skateboard shoe generation. And Jake, yeah. I mean, you would have spent a few years after we were in high school, but was it, right? did you guys do that too? I definitely had a few pairs of like Etnies yep. when I was Etnies. in middle school. And like the the Nike version of skateboard shoes were yeah. like really pop were really popular. Yeah. Um, I remember my whole class basically in, you know, like sophomore, junior year of high school were wearing Adidas superstars. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Just like those super puffy white ones with the Adidas stripes on the side. It it's just so weird. Like Dude, it's iconic. It's weird because, you, you know, you always heard your parents talking about stuff that they would wear when they were younger. Um, and you think, like, that's so crazy, you know. But right. I feel like our kids one day, like the next generation, they're going to, they're going to. It's know, cyclical, like, bro. Just come back. Remember when we were kids and like a big thing in the 90s was like the four colored shirts, like yellow, red, blue. Yeah. Black window pane shirts, or yeah. Something. Well, that's like back now. That's back. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a comeback to '90s trends, which is weird because I don't so think weird. the '90s were the best. No example. Well, there's some things that I <laughs> feel like 2000s. never go away. Like you have Converse shoes, you know, like those. Right. I feel like those are always. Yeah. Those have always been around. Like some of the staples, right. or like another thing is uh, like the snapback. Yeah, I feel yep. like mm. simple things like that just always, they might evolve a little bit with color and feel and stuff, like trucker style versus like, you know, flat bill. But yeah, it's I just interesting like that, to see what doesn't change. Hats mm-hmm. hats are definitely uh, one of those things that seems like it changes. But shoes definitely, you know. But I don't know when I became a boot guy, but just still speaking on some of the stuff we used to wear. I remember when we first started playing music, 
we were super convinced that we needed to wear those. Brother, you remember those high top Supras? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If any if anybody wants to go see a super back to the future cool shoe, <laughs> go look up Supras. High top leather Supras. sneakers. And I remember um I wanted the gray ones, but they were out of stock in my size. And so I was like, ah, F it. I'm just gonna order the army green ones. And yep. I got the army green ones and everybody was like Whoa, man, those are so cool. And like, you I don't, don't I, dude, I used to borrow those from you yeah. to play shows. I remember <laughs> yeah, that. You know, I, I, yeah. I was like, I don't have any nice shoes to wear for the show. Can I <laughs> yeah. borrow your Supras? I remember, man, we're going to have to post some of these pictures, but I remember yes. when we played um, the Chase County Fair, that that open air pavilion thing. Uh-huh. Um, there's a picture of us, Jake, you're on the drums, and then Nick and I were like playing guitar together, and we both have those high top sneaker yes. shoes on and mine were black man we're gonna we're gonna have to mention them in the episode we're gonna have to go through the archive <laughs> and post some of these throwback photos we have some great throwbacks remember remember that phase we were in where we thought we had to wear dress shirts yeah yes. but <laughs> yeah. Je- dress shirts with jeans yeah because that was like the thing. a nice casual like a dad <laughs> going to church <laughs> like the yeah. the time that we played at that bar uh, when I was still in high school and I ran in with a white button-up dress shirt tucked into my jeans, but I didn't have any shoes on because I was borrowing Tyler's boots. And Tyler had to make sure to tell the bouncer, he's not going to have shoes on, but just like, he'll be wearing a white shirt. Just let him in. <laughs> what the heck? I was probably had, borrowing your Supras. Man. We, we also went through that phase where we wore suspenders and um, collared shirts, like collared denim tucked in. And Tyler always, you know, not everybody can pull off suspenders, but for some reason, Ty could pull them off in any color with anything. And it was like, how, like what, what possessed us to think that that was what we needed to do? Right. Uh, we were just trying to I figure like, out what was feeling good, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of experimentation. I think, I mean, at that point, um, you know, like Mumford and Sons and the the hipster yes. folk mm-hmm. music was super in, and that's what they were wearing, like suspenders with a handlebar mustache. And yeah, that's a good point. A lot of that. We yeah. did everything but the handlebar mustache. We couldn't grow it. <laughs> right, can't, I can now. Our life kind of yeah. changed though when we back. started getting into certain brands. Like being based in Nebraska, I think we all kind of grew up with this, like kind of a small town like boots were always kind of a thing um denim like jeans and stuff just because i think that's just what we wore growing up but like i remember when we started um our partnership with the buckle and we did a video like the very first video that we did with them um they like outfitted us with a bunch of stuff and we were in a place where we were still like trying to figure out direction with our sound and wanted uh, wanted what we looked like to match what we sounded like and mm. it definitely took a little bit to like settle into that and they started to design different uh different brands and different clothing they brought in that really like appealed to kind of how we felt and like a lot of stuff that we wear now from there is i think more true to like who we mm. are it's really simple like t-shirts jeans types of of stuff but i just remember that first video shoot like 
going into that with the mindset of I have to like dress apart and like always trying mm, to feel yeah. like I had to dress for what I was doing. And I, I think we all of us realized that we just need to dress what made us feel comfortable. And once we right. found what that was, like it was easier just to be authentic with the music and like what right. I wear off stage is what I probably wear on stage most times. Um, yeah. But for some reason there was like this mentality of putting on a uniform and like trying to step into this role, which right. I feel like the hat maybe does that once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like Gorn mm-hmm. Brothers, really good fedora, just makes you feel good. Um, but it's weird. It's a weird thing to like let that have such a uh, effect on your mindset from like what you wear. But I don't know, it's weird. I right. Re- I remember we went into um, a couple stores. When we were playing Carney Brother, I think it was um, when we were playing with Dan and Brian, we all went into the same store at the same time when we were trying to find like clothes that show clothes yeah show that like clothes. work work together and i think when you when we finally like put aside the fact that we needed to have a sort of like a dress code when we started right. to go you know as a guy i think it can feel kind of uncomfortable like going clothes shopping without like a girl there with you saying try this mm. or you know even if it's like your sister that looks well, we terrible grew, we grew up yeah. with our moms like moms buying clothes how do, for the, us, yeah. how do those feel are those are those yep. tight <laughs> can you can you still bend over you know like right and it's totally fine i mean they love that's it's funny but but you go in by yourself as a guy and usually as a guy you're kind of an easy target for like female uh people women that are working in these clothing stores because they can kind of like they can flatter you they try to like make you feel like oh yeah that looks so good you know you should definitely get the five hundred dollar jeans those look way better than the hundred dollar jeans exactly so once but once i kind of felt comfortable walking in and be like no no i'm just looking thank you leave me alone you know Uh and pick up a few things go try them on and i start to i start to becomes more like what feels good on you. And I think one of you said that, Jake, you might've said that. Um, it starts to feel more comfortable. I mean, you want to be like, yeah, this feels, I think it looks good. But if I put on a jacket and it doesn't have like that inside pocket or like mm. the super fitted feel, but, you know, it, it still feels like I'm not trying to be, you know, a Chad with a tight jacket on, you know, it's just kind of a, it's a, it's a thing. And I'm, I'm a big sucker for jackets. Like I, oh my gosh, the other day I I found this jacket and it was like super on sale. I sound like everything I don't want to be right now, but I found this (laughs) jacket and I tried it on and I was like, man, this looks good. It feels good. And I went up to Uh buy it and the guy was like, oh, this is 70% off. And I was like, what? score give me the black one too let's go dude so you didn't know it was on sale no. before you took it up no and that's the you best wild you madman <laughs> i know <laughs> which like totally just made it even better because i was like yeah i wanted yeah. it and now i am definitely getting it well that's a good question yeah. so do you guys ever feel like you look at the price tag before you try it on or do you like to just 
look through stuff and you try it on before you look at the price tag because you don't want that to kind of sway your first opinion. Yeah, uh, generally I kind of shop at the same stores, so I more or less always know about what things are going to cost. So if that's the case, I, I will just try things on and worry about it later. But if I'm at a place that I'm not familiar with, um, I definitely don't like to fall in love with things that I can't afford or that like I, mm -hmm. you know, I've run into the case a, a few times where I've tried on a, a jacket that I really liked that was like $500. Yeah. And I, it like ripped my heart out to see that. Cause yeah. like, ah, man, this is like the perfect Sucks. jacket and I can't justify it. But I get, that. yeah, I mean, I hate for as much as I love having nice clothes or I like value style, uh, I really don't enjoy spending money on that. Mm -hmm. Like I would always rather spend it on something else, but. Um, I get that. What about you, bro? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I definitely look at the price and if I see it, if it feels high, I'll definitely keep looking. But there's definitely some of those some of those pieces that you look at it and you're like, oh, I just got to try it on though, you know? Yeah. And I agree with you, Jake. Like when it gets up into that like few hundred dollar range, I'm def I mean, this is going to kind of make us sound like we are Prada, you know? And and I know that none <laughs> of us are. Like the some of the, the best sweatpants that I own are from Target, you know? Yeah. But Okay, but, I... I need to I need to cut you off here though because I feel like there's this stigma amongst guys that they shouldn't if they care about clothes yeah. it makes them like posh or whatever. But I genu genuine genuinely feel like the mark of a of a man is someone who cares about the way they look yeah. and yeah, is like definitely. willing to invest in themselves. Right. So like I kind of think in terms of young men in society just in general need to like give a damn more. Yeah. So That's, like if you feel this societal pressure to like not care about the way you look because it's making it's gonna make you come off as feminine, like you need new friends. You need a new social circle. I like all that. of my good friends all care about the way they look. So well, it's like you, you just don't feel money. bad saying that. You yeah, just like free you want to spend money on <laughs> You want to spend money on something that's gonna last too. You know, you don't want to buy like three pairs of boots in a year. You might as well spend yeah, that right. extra money on something good quality that's gonna last. On one pair. Well, yeah. I think what you said, Jake, I mean, I guess if you could sum it all up, like in the way the three of us probably dress and some of our other good friends is give a damn, you know, mm -hmm. I remember, um, like when I was in high school, when I first started wearing a belt, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. it, and like, not like my shirt's tucked into my belt, you can see my belt, but I'm just right. going to wear a belt for the sake of it, like being a little more... And now I, people that wear pants without a belt are some kind of weird psycho that I do not, <laughs> yeah. that I don't understand, you know, but every once in a while you like see a guy that like does like lifts his arm and his shirt comes up and, and he doesn't have a belt on. You're like, are you, are How? you checked into something. an insane asylum? Um, yeah. But it's just one of those things. Yeah. And you're right. You know, you, sh you should. That's what I was saying. If I go into a store and I see something that seems a little more expensive, I mean, it's usually just me when I'm clothes shopping. So I'm, I'm never going to tell anyone like, oh yeah, hey, this jacket was 300 bucks, you know? But Yeah, that's but, when you're a douchebag. <laughs> but for me, even there's like probably a little bit of a stigma, which you addressed is like, um, 
as a guy where our whole thing is like trying to kind of be like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really care, you know, whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> I feel that, like, I feel like you're right. There's a, there is a stigma. And I, yeah. I feel like, does, do you guys feel like that prohibits you from, okay, let me, let me phrase it like this. I think there's something that happens psychologically when you find something that fits or something that feels good. Oh, yeah. And oh, there's yeah. almost this sort of shame attached to it if it's over a certain dollar amount. Like you, you feel guilty, but you also feel like you would never tell a living soul how much you spent on it because for some reason you feel like you'd be looked down upon or shunned or just like, wow, he's, yeah, he thinks this is Prada or he's too good to shop here or there. But I don't know. Right. I think it's important to have good quality stuff and good quality stuff doesn't necessarily always cost an arm and a leg, but most times when you're purchasing something, whether it's a vehicle or a guitar or a, or a pair of jeans or whatever, like you're going to, you're you probably going to spend something. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. the same way. Clothing, like it, a big part of it for me was realizing that Levi jeans lasted longer. You know, we're mm-hmm. playing shows where I'm buying, like I used to buy my jeans at Target. What are they it's called like Denizen or something was their brand. Oh, but, yeah. But we kept playing shows and like every like 10, 15 shows, I'd get a tear in my jeans and I'm, <laughs> you know, I was like, I got to do something different. So I started started buying Levi jeans and realized how long they last and how durable they are and just the way they fit and feel. I think for me, it really started with jeans because... I mm-hmm. consider myself a pretty like active person so I'm you know I'm constantly I'm constantly pushing <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm talking about being fat but I'm constantly like <laughs> pushing pants that I wear to the limit <laughs> pushing them to the brink <laughs> you know like I'm not talking like Thanksgiving unbuckle well, though do you guys but, remember yeah. when we discovered the stretch denim though like when the yeah. buckle first presented us with those jeans, they I remember yeah. they sent us a box of clothes and they're like, hey, we want you guys to have these. And we put them on and we wore them to shows and we're like, holy shit, I can bend down and adjust my pedal mm-hmm. board and not rip a hole in the back of my jeans. Yeah. This is incredible, <laughs> you know? Like I've been a sucker a, ever since. That's another thing that there's a weird stigma around. Like, it's one thing, like I'm pretty into fairly slim pants Mm -hmm. and I definitely didn't used to be that way just because people always told me like if you wear tight pants you're gay skinny jeans like you're you're feminine or whatever (laughs) um but like I think there's there's something to having like a good silhouette um Mm -hmm. to your clothes that like flatter your body and things fitting well and yeah the the stretch jeans definitely make the slim jeans um a valid play. Well, but I, that's a big do. part. You know, I'm, I mean, I feel like we've been talking about pants for like 30 minutes, but um, <laughs> it's a big part of as it, a musician, bro. Come on. You know, yeah. I, I remember in high school and I, I remember specific conversations with both of you where we said, I'm never going to wear skinny jeans, man. Like, <laughs> but for me, yeah. skinny jeans in my, in my mind are a little different than what I wear now. And I think there was like probably a year long because I didn't know the difference between like a boot cut jean 
and a skinny jean. I was wearing right. skinny jeans and uh, they just weren't quite right. But mm-hmm. um, I used to wear like a relaxed fit, basically like two tubes over your straight, legs. That yep. Just go <laughs> straight down. So then I started doing like, my favorite is a Levi 501 jean and it it kind of tapers and it snugs mm-hmm. around your boot, but it's also not like so tight that I can't breathe. And right. Nick mentioned, you know, the um, from Buckle, the Outpost, Outpost jeans. They're, they're amazing, man. So I wear. They're stretchy. I mean, you can, it's not like a stretchy jean, but it's a flexible denim that like you can actually, I remember on right. stage, a, a thing for me is like when we were setting up, I used to like, if my ass was to the audience and I'd like bend over to do something, it just probably like dropped like halfway down my butt, you know, because it was, right. <laughs> it was just like this rigid tight denim. And so like having a little bit of that stretch and, but still with, you can tell, I think when you look at a pair of jeans, especially like kind of the quality of it, like mm-hmm. there's, there's almost like this artificial shine that happens on those crappy jeans. Yeah, you know, they're like papery, yes. kind of. It's like a like a fake diamond kind of look. Yeah. And so, but like when you get a real denim, it's just kind of like deep and true colored. And and I think um, I have I have three pairs of the same exact fit of jean. And the weird part about it is the blue ones that I have are the same size as the black ones, length and waist, but they are uh probably like 30% tighter for some reason on me than the really? black ones. I I don't know if it's just something about like the fabric in the black or the blue, but Yeah, I've typically found that black jeans are tighter. Oh, really? Like yeah, like I always buy like if I find a a style that works for me, I'll just exclusively buy that until they stop carrying yeah, it. That's what And I typically think. I'll buy like a couple different washes and my experience is that the black ones are always the always tighter, so that's, that's interesting. But what about you? They are always they're always different, like th- from color to color, which is weird. I'm a sucker you wear for black. black jeans, man. I love black jeans. It's something about the way they the feel, the way black. they they look. Yeah, and I just I think I wear a lot of black <laughs> in general, but something mm-hmm. about just, the let me just stop the you fit. right there. Everything that Nick owns is black. Nick, <laughs> I'll ask Nick what he's gonna wear before before a show, and he's like, um. Oh, Probably like black jeans, black jeans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> okay, so I'm not wearing black. I I'm remember like, one time we were playing. It was like <laughs> South Carolina or something. It was that that really cool whiskey bar that we played. And you you uh, you came up to me as in the green room, and you're like, "Can I actually wear black tonight? You, will you just wear something different?" <laughs> I <laughs> always I, bring that black. moment. I realized shit. I probably should should switch it up. Well, yeah. I I expect you to be wearing black. So whenever we, whenever I pack for tour, I always plan. I always have like a lot of. You leave your black clothes at home. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like when I go to play a show and I'm leaving and I'm I'm playing like one show at a time or whatever, but I pack eight shirts. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> I've just come to expect that the, it's part of the life because. <laughs> There's always this funny dance that we all do in the green room because, like we said last week, we uh, 
we usually change in the green room into right. whatever our quote unquote show shows are, even yeah. though it's just a different version of what we're already wearing, like yeah. jeans and some different shirt. But there's always this weird dance of like, you're wearing black, you're wearing black. All right, well, I guess yeah. I brought this white shirt. Like we can't all wear black on black, yeah. but Dude, it was so funny. We, we played some options. Jake, you remember that show we played and you and I wore like almost the exact same thing <laughs> and everybody thought that you were me. Yeah. <laughs> they started talking yeah, to you. So, so you funny. and me, you and I have very similar styles, just like fundamentally. Like, I, like the same I like height. the black on black yeah. look and we have the same Goran Brothers hat, like block style. They're just yes. different colors. Yes. So like everything about our style is very similar. But I did want to go back and talk about that when we were talking about like, you find something in the store that's cost prohibitive, but it's just kind of that, it just catches your heart. Mm-hmm. That definitely happened to me when I bought my hat. Because I remember we had gone out to, uh, me and our, our mutual friend Craig had gone out to Portland for a long weekend or something to see you guys. And we had always been a fan of the Goran Brothers hat style, but I could never get myself to buy one. Because I was like, I can't pull it off. You know, I'm, I'm not a Talbot. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, Whatever. like, I don't know, for some reason I always just told myself I couldn't, but then we went to the hat shop and I found this hat is like the only one in there that I liked that I th- like yeah. thought looked good on me <laughs> and I had been wanting one and it was way more expensive than I wanted to spend on something like that. And I'm not even going to say how much it cost, but we had left the store because I had talked myself out of it. So like, that's it would right. be financially irresponsible for <laughs> me to spend this money. Jake, I feel like that's your mantra. You say that I was on such thing, bro. <laughs> I was on such my high horse about it, but then we went to go eat down the street, and I was just like disconnected from the experience there. <laughs> you and I remember bro. Nick was like, "Nick was like, dude, are you okay?" And I was like, "You're gonna. This is gonna sound so dumb, but I think I need to go back and buy that hat." Hell yeah, we went back, <laughs> and we. It was like the only one they had, so we were all like, "All right, yep, let's do it." Like we we paid real quick. We finished up, and we like hustled back to the hat and I just uh, bought it and man. I don't wear it all that often but I'm so glad that I did because I love good it hat, like when bro. I do wear it I always get compliments on it and I always feel good about it so yeah well, sometimes you got to treat yourself and, and do yeah. those things yeah this uh I know we've talked about Breaking Bad a couple times but it's one of my favorite shows of all time and um in one of the interviews that Brian Cranston did when um, he was talking about like being Heisenberg and for anybody that hasn't watched the show, um, he's a school teacher, gets cancer, uh, goes on to cook industrial amounts of meth in order to afford his cancer, which is uh, for my spinoff political podcast, whenever I finally get to do that with someone <laughs> that reaches out, uh, is America's healthcare problem. But anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> he, uh, he said that when he was filming the show, um, they did this shooting in the Arizona desert and, um, this, he was bald, right? Because he was portraying someone that had cancer and when they would go out in the sun, Originally, for those first few days that he did it, it was just wreaking havoc on his head. And so he was like, I had to get a hat. So the producers, the writers, and Brian Cranston himself said that, like, once I put that hat on, 
that's when like Heisenberg was born, which for those right. that haven't watched the show, Heisenberg is kind of like this other personality that Alter he takes ego. on to cook. It's his and drug, drug maker persona. Drug maker persona. Yeah. So anytime, <laughs> anytime we play a show, we're putting on our drug maker persona. We put on our hats, but it, there really is something that happens. Like there I don't wear that hat most of the the day. And like if we're traveling to a show and um, like we're setting up, I sometimes we'll wear it. Usually lately we have been because we've been in kind of bigger theater environment. We'll wear the hat for sound check because it, it's it's wide enough where it affects like the microphone. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. a good sound guy that either a guy that we'll take with us or a guy that is in in the house at the theater he'll he'll say, "Hey, hey, I know you guys wear hats. Will you put them on just so we can kind of right. feedback?" And but there really is something that happens. Like if I if I put that hat on, I get in this mindset of like. I real I just feel more of a badass, you know. I I just mm-hmm. feel like more certain, and um, it it's been like a lot of hats. I remember my favorite hat, my absolute favorite hat. Uh, brother, you remember this? We were leaving oh, my my apartment, um, in Portland. So my my apartment in Portland was basically like the breeding ground for all theft and all debauchery. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I remember we were on tour one time, and I got a call from my insurance, my car insurance, and they said, "Mr. Talbot, um, we need you to call us back. We are aware that your truck was in a uh, motor vehicle accident, and um, we need to get it sorted." So I called them back, and they said, "Yeah, yesterday uh, we got a claim that you rear-ended someone in your pickup truck." And um, I said, oh, hey, you know, that's crazy, but I'm in Chicago right now, so that's really weird. And um, what had happened was someone had stole my license plate off of my truck and put it on their truck and then mm. got in an accident. They also stole my hitch. Yeah. Which, if you're listening to this right now, you stole my hitch, please. That was the best. Crazy. Why did you take it? Anyway, <laughs> this was where I lived, right? So this apartment, um, we were loading up the van. It was back when we had Goldie at my God apartment. God rest her soul. Um, God rest her soul. Where is she now? We don't know. Canada. But I set, I set my hat up on top of the van when I was hitching up uh, the trailer. And we drove off and we got on to the 205 on the interstate and we were driving east and um i was like oh no my hat it's like my favorite brown doctor was the brand from goren bros the uh the Uh doctor oh so sad gone forever because because obviously you know we came back from the show it was a few days later it was just a one-off and and it wasn't there but I was super depressed, but what happened was I started looking for like a wider brimmed hat, which, mm-hmm. which I really, I really like, like the look of a, of a wider brim hat. And I think just kind of mm-hmm. the style fits me a little better. So I found the Colonel Pierce, which was a brown hat, but, mm-hmm. but Hell wider brim. And now it's like 
in my my go to. I where brother, do you have that with you right it's now? In, it's oh. in the van. It's right here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that the Colonel Pierce is such a sick hat. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, you both wear really, brother. You wear the black doctor, right? Um, the one I got is called uh, River Gray. Actually, it's the oh, same yeah. style that that Jake has, just just black. His is more yeah. of the actual gray. But Jake got the limited. He had like a limited run of it. But yeah, I think the I whole remember. hat thing came about because we, when I I first visited Portland um, before you, bro, and I was out here and I've always loved hats. Like I've just been a fan and. I went to this store up in Knob Hill in Portland and I, I found Gorn Bros and I had no idea what it was. And I walked in and I found these all like a ton of great hats. And so I bought one and after that I was hooked. And it kind of became a thing like where you talked about wearing it and kind of feeling like I, I really feel like myself. Like there's something that kind of like when I put on a hat, it almost amplifies what I feel inside and when you Mm -hmm. walk on stage wearing it there's this sort of confidence reassurance type of like um I don't know it like manifests itself somehow and it's it's a weird thing to explain but um yeah I don't know if that's like a I think it's my theory is that it's because we associate that item like you only wear that when you play a show or when right. you're like doing these special things. Right. So there's like this psychological association with that article. Right. But like I feel that way with my hat, but I I also feel that way with really badass jackets. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, we, we, talk, we talked about it a little bit, but we're all like big jacket people for whatever reason. Yeah. Yes. And I really like winter is one of my favorite seasons because it's the only time you can wear like your coats and your jackets without wanting to die. Like I'm not really big on like summer weather, to be honest. Right. Because I like to wear um, like really nice fitted, like long um, overcoats. It's like like my staple style. Peacoat. Peacoat, yeah. And like knee length overcoats. And something about that makes me feel, it's like that same badass effect, which is weird because like in other regions, like, in New York or somewhere that's like cold all the time, that's common. Like people just wear that over their suits and that's yep. what you're yep. supposed to wear. Yep. But around here in the Midwest, I feel like um, kind of going back to my other point, like people just don't tend to dress all that well, I right. think. Mm-hmm. And like the amount of times that I'll be slightly dressed up, meaning like I'm just wearing a, a trend or a, an overcoat to something. They ask me, "Why are you all dressed up? You're just out yeah. to eat." I'm like, dude, I'm just dressed. Yeah. Like, what yeah. do you? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. But man, if I yeah, go out, I, I definitely eat, get it. If I go out to eat, that's like the quintessential. Right. I gotta have my best stuff on because I. Yeah. I just want to feel good. You know, there's enough mm-hmm. people around me where, like, you know, I want to. This this is a funny thing. You know, um, my wife always used to say. I would go to the grocery store and go grocery shopping and I would always put on blue jeans and a t-shirt uh-huh. and like one of my favorite jackets. And she's like, why are you like, it's a Saturday. I had been wearing sweatpants yeah. and a t-shirt all morning and I put on this stuff just to go to the store for 20 minutes. And, and I told her it was just, it's just kind of this thing. Like when I'm around other people and when, 
you know, I really think, you know, going back a little bit to um, like clothes shopping, there's this thing yeah. that happens when you're like, when your guy friend says, yo, man, that jacket looks sick, you know, or like good purchase or something. There's something that happens where like your fellow, I feel like this is, <laughs> this is with beards. This is with everything. Like it's always your fellow man that's like, yeah, hey man, you're looking sharp. I like that. That's kind of what yeah. brings you up, you know it. And I think, I think, I think women, you know, are appreciative when you give a damn, like we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. And so they're not super picky. Like, right? If, yeah. if you wear a, a solid T-shirt and a good pair of blue jeans, and you've got a good pair of boots, or you know, Converse on or something. It looks good. They're, they like that. But as guys, like you, you notice the style in it. It's like, it's like a whole thing where you're just like, all right, King, you know, you got, you got this, you got this on, right? It looks good on you. And, and I think, you know, Nick and I spend a lot of time together on the road. So we're, if we have like a few off days, we might go in to the mall or something and, do some shopping but we're always like kind of we don't even ask each other anymore it's just like one of us will try something on and come out and the other guy's like yes yep yep looks good on you you know and it it really is about like a fit and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i'm yeah i really like what you said jake i think there's something about guys where we feel like there's something wrong when we give a damn about what we're wearing and really it's not that i mean so i you know i've been working this job since june and i wear i wear basically the same pair of jeans three or four days of the week until i wash them because it's just right one one reason is they fit well and i can move around in them well but also they're durable so i'm in and out of vehicles and i'm you know, I'm, I'm like I said, <laughs> pushing them to the limit, <laughs> like I said, but like there's something about like a work gene that you can just wear over and over, but it's the same thing Nick said with van life. Uh, when we're on tour, we, it seems like we wear that same pair of jeans for like a few days in a row. And then we do right. this thing uh, that we call kind of like letting them air out or like you know <laughs> you don't get to wash them but you yeah. wear, but you wear those jeans for like three days and then you'd wear a different pair of jeans but you or you just wear back. them for the show <laughs> yeah. and then you have a travel pair <laughs> yeah gas station jeans and show jeans Stage, but yeah. like guys what's better than like you wake up in the morning you had you had only wore this pair of jeans for one day or two days and you just like put on that same pair of jeans, like yeah, they fit like a glove. It They're like fits. molded to you at that point. Yes, it's like stretched mm-hmm. just enough, but it's like I'm at. soft yep. and comfortable. That's where you're at, brother. Yep. Right now, <laughs> I do feel like there is there is like a key. Like I, I think if you buy stuff in the store that, especially pants, if you buy pants at the store that fit you perfectly in the store, um. You, you probably need to go down like at least half a size because yeah. maybe this is just because we're, we all wear 
jeans multiple times before we wash them. So it might be like an <laughs> us thing, but there's definitely a little bit of a break in period and mm-hmm. there's nothing worse in my mind than like day four when they're too stretched out. Yes. Yeah. And just like, then they feel kind of gross. Yeah. I think the same thing happens with jeans or with boots. Like, um, mm. there's a company in Portland called Danner boots and they make the, one of the best boots I've ever owned. And, I feel like when I go in to try them on, there's this certain thing that happens where it's like, okay, this isn't actually how they're going to feel. They're going to feel so much better in like a month or a few weeks from yeah. now. I just have to wear them every day. But I feel like when you go into it knowing that, it kind of helps you uh, feel more comfortable. And they make so many good things. Like there's like a boot shoe or a true boot or, or whatever it is. And I think depending on what you're doing. Because um, we're all on our feet a lot. Well, I guess, Jake, you, you're kind of on your feet a lot, but behind I'm the drums, you're sitting. Lot, yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah. It's got to feel good, yeah, maybe. you know. <laughs> but right. when you're walking around and you're, you know, I think there's something that happens where you're almost choosing that feel and that uh, comfort over maybe what they look like a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... That's kind of a hard place to be yeah. when you want to not look like a, you know, if you're wearing lime green boots on stage, it's going right. to look pretty weird under the lights. Yeah. Shoes are kind of an interesting game for drums. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, I've that? definitely, I've definitely had boots that I did not play, I could not play very well in just because they mm-hmm. were like chunky or the sole, like if the, if the, the sole on the boot is too grippy or too thick. I feel like I don't have as much um, control over the pedal. I don't feel as attached to it. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, an you inch don't play and a half barefoot of rubber though, right? between me. <laughs> no, I don't. What have you been wearing, Jake? When, when, uh, well, I, I wear boots, but I wear, um, you guys kind of wear a different style of boot than I wear. I wear like the cap toed, kind of slimmer toed and like a thin sole. Yeah. Whereas you guys tend to wear like thicker sole, like round. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't, I don't want to say combat boot, but more like work boot style. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so those, the ones that I wear, I feel like they're a little bit lighter because the sole isn't as thick so I mm-hmm. can get better, better attachment. But really like the best shoes for playing drums are like, um, like Vans skateboard shoes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like a uh, canvas sneakers just cause they're, you can feel they're basically like not wearing shoes at all. But what what did you wear? You know, I know uh, you made talked about earlier how like you borrowed my boots, but what, yeah, what you uh, what did you wear between like that phase and like what you're wearing now? Was it like a? I feel like it was like a dress shoe. Almost. It's like a wingtip, dude, wasn't it? Or like a yeah, red wing I or wore. Something? I wore like cap-toed uh, dress shoes, like yeah. Oxford shoes, Oxford leather shoes too. for yeah, a while, nice. but uh, nice. they're not as flexible. So it's, you know, I mean, like a, a, a real good drummer shouldn't like care what shoes they're wearing, but yeah, uh, I do. Like I, I can definitely tell a difference. So I have Whoa. to think about that. I, like I, I have to practice, not so much anymore, but I used to like uh, be intentional about practicing in the shoes that I was going to play in. Like if we were going to do rehearsals, I would do at least one rehearsal with yeah. with those shoes on just to make sure that I didn't need to make an adjustment. Because you don't want to be caught on stage and realize these are not the right shoes. Yeah. For, for well, you, you're using your feet. So <laughs> I could yeah. see that, you know, like definitely. Um, 
yeah, like where where we're only worried about pushing a few pedals or whatever with our boots. But right. When I I usually, yeah, I think like what you said about wearing like a thicker sole, more like a quote unquote combat boot thing. It's just about like, you know, I won't wear a boot on tour that it isn't waterproof anymore. You know, just from the mm-hmm. beginning because we play enough like rainy places or you know when we're out in the northwest and stuff it's right I, I used to wear you know some boots that really got ruined out in the in the rain so mm-hmm. like i am always like targeting that it's hard to find a boot that is waterproof but is still mm-hmm. fit to your style you know have you seen have you seen the thursday boots yeah, yeah that's what we were talking about company. we need to Let's so call them. Most of the most of those are waterproof now, or at least a lot of them. Like yeah. a lot of their cap toes are waterproof now, which is cool. Yeah, I found I a really got... good boot called Danner. They're Nighthawks or Blackhawks, and they're waterproof and they're solid. Mm-hmm. I just got a pair of uh, Timberland boots that are waterproof, but also like definitely within my style. And, and it's just like something about just with everything we've been talking about. You put it on and just right away you can tell that it just feels good. And I feel like that's kind of been the big change from what I thought was what I thought looked good um to where I am now is this idea of it has to feel good first. So mm-hmm. with a boot or a jacket or anything, jeans, a shirt, if if it feels good, start there. And then if you're in the dressing room or whatever and you're like, okay, yeah, and you send it to your wife or your girlfriend or your buddy and say, what do you think? Should I do it? And they say, yep, absolutely, looks good. Not even that. You mm-hmm. don't even need them to say that. If You, you just say it looks like anything. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like it, just if get you it. you like it. Do it. Yeah. That happened to me. That actually happened to me about a, a year or two ago. Um, I was starting to, one of my winter staples now is a turtleneck sweater. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I Archer. always used to think turtlenecks were lame. Like I would never even think about wearing them. No. Um, but I tried one on just kind of on a whim. And also, another thing that guys need to be okay with doing is sending the dressing room pics to one <laughs> yep. of their trusted friends or their significant other or whatever. Cause it's like, it's not, a bad thing to do. Absolutely. Right? Um, but I sent a picture of it, me and this turtleneck to like a few people. And most of them said, no, like it doesn't look good just because they themselves wouldn't wear a turtleneck. What? But I was like, nah, dude, I think it looks good. And I bought it anyway. And now like whenever I wear a turtleneck, everybody is, everybody compliments me on it. So sometimes you got to take the chance. Yeah. I feel like if you don't risk what you're actually I don't know. I think there's a thing where maybe you get caught up in Instagram or you get caught up in what you think the style is currently um, mm-hmm. that plays a role. But I, I think a lot of it just comes down to what you feel good in and right whether it's, you know, whatever type of brand you're wearing. But um, not to just keep saying the buckle over and over again, but I think a lot of their clothing has been really good and it's been a super good fit and a feel. And I think that when you find mm. a brand or a company that kind of can fill that for you, it's a, mm-hmm. it's just a cool thing to have and to be able to keep, 
you know, buy, buy at least whatever you need as your basics. And, um, then if you're, if you're willing to kind of step outside of what you normally wear for like a show or a certain event or whatever it is, then maybe be willing to drop a little cash on that because it's going to last you for a while, like a good leather jacket or a hat right, or whatever it is. But, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm so interested in how it affects you mentally. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's just a thing that happens and I don't, I don't know if that happens with just musicians or artists or like people who present in front of other people. Like, you know, say you're given a presentation and you wear a suit or whatever it is. Is there something that happens to you where it empowers you in a, in a way? Or is it like just, uh, is it just a thing? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably most obvious, like you said, people that are wearing a specific thing for a specific event or function or what, whatever, just because that's what you associate with game time, you yes. know, like I have to be on and this is what I'm always wearing when I have to be on. So like by the transitive property or whatever, your brain just kicks in. But I mean, I, I have, I have a, a fair number of friends that are not in similar positions where, you know, they're not playing music in front of people and they've all kind of talked about the same thing where like, there's just this one thing that I own where once I put it on, it's like, this is the jacket I wear when I'm going out because mm-hmm. like I feel c- confident in it. Like there's just yeah. like this confidence, like the things that you know you look good in and that are like the hallmarks of your style, you will always act most yourself um, in those things, I think. Yeah, that's a super overlooked thought. Like, do you feel yourself in this? Mm-hmm. And rather than, oh, I'm I'm taking a chance on this piece of clothing, and I don't, I don't know if, you know, no, I mean, put it on, and feel comfortable, and that if you feel comfortable, then, you know, just like you said, Jake, I've got this one jacket, just my favorite black denim jacket that I know, it feels perfect. It's got pockets on both sides. I throw a, my phone and my wallet on each side, and. It's just Mm -hmm. comfortable because I know where everything is and it feels fitted. And yeah, I I that's super overlooked. Just comfort, you know, comfort doesn't mean your college sweater and a pair of sweatpants, you know, it's, yeah, it's just totally something that, that when you put it on, you have a confidence and confidence gives comfort. Yeah. That's an interesting question too. Do you do you guys feel like you have a specific pocket or a place for all your stuff, like keys, wallet, phone? Do you put it no matter what you're wearing? Do you put it in the same place, or does it switch? Well, I up? think I've just—I don't know—I haven't just come to this realization, but I have started living by the rule that no jacket is worth buying unless it has internal pockets. One hundred because Amen. I hate. Like I hate having my phone and like, I hate feeling like I have shit in my pants all the time. And like <laughs> when it's not jacket season, I didn't, you know, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, I know what you meant. Uh, <laughs> when it's not jacket season, I've got my phone, my wallet, my keys, like all in my pockets and my pants, like I said before, are pretty slim. So I don't have like all this room. No. And you don't want to sit um, down on your phone. Like, right. Yeah. And I just got a new phone recently and it's 
the big boy iPhone. So I've <laughs> become a back pocket phone person, which is weird for me. But yeah, I don't want to be sitting on my phone. So mm-hmm. um, when I'm wearing a jacket, phone is always left pocket. Wallet is always right pocket. Yep. Um, or Same. wallet is still left jeans, but mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, I always have the same pockets for everything, and yeah. I hate wearing like gym shorts out in public because then I have two things at least in one pocket. I hate the feeling of like fumbling around yeah. looking for things. Yeah, it sucks. I love putting stuff in the same pockets all the time. Like uh, even with uh, you know, like the outside pocket on a winter jacket, I want to have my keys always in the same spot. You know, mm-hmm. especially in the Midwest. You go out in the morning or whatever to your cold car or your your vehicle and like it, it sounds so You stupid. gotta know where those bad boys yeah, you are. You just wanna like have that same spot and yep. and it's the same thing with um like for show stuff, I always put the set list in my back left pocket, wallets in my back right pocket, phones usually in my jacket. Um mm-hmm. but it's just a thing. You get up on stage and I and I wanna I want to reach back to my left back pocket and pull the set list out and know, you know, that it's going to be there. And it's, it's like, it's, it's the same as guys It's what we're always trying to do is try to like streamline our minutes. You know, when, Mm -hmm. if I know where all that stuff is, it saves me minutes during my day Mm -hmm. where I just, I can reach for the same thing. And, and just same with uh, like hooking um, I've been doing, you know, for the last few years, I, I put my keys on a carabiner. Yeah. Just knowing right where those are, just, it's a, it's just a, it's a thing. It gives I do you that peace. too. I just don't like the sound of jingle, jingle yeah. bells every time yeah. I'm walking across it. <laughs> well, we've talked, we've started, put them on that front loop and then tuck it into your pocket. And then that way yeah. it's like right there, but you can still unhook it or whatever. And. I sounds right. trivial, but just stuff to make your day go smoother too. You know, I always have my yeah. my pocket knife on my left side because I'm left-handed, and if anybody was trying to rob me, I would just, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, but I keep it on my left side just because I. Really, it's to open Twinkies at the gas station. It, seriously, right? it, well, they know to rob you from the right instead of the left. <laughs> <laughs> I use it, my pocket knife all the time. It's weird yeah. on the road, like just for. Anything, cutting strings, cutting packs of strings open for um, cutting Twinkies package open. You know, it's just having those. That it's it's almost like if it was socially acceptable to wear a utility belt, like a Batman belt. I totally I'm glad, would. <laughs> I'm glad we finally made it to this point because I was I was waiting for this to come up. Utility I proposed, belt. <laughs> I proposed to my girlfriend a couple weeks ago, like. Here's my million dollar idea. I'm going to make a fashionable men's utility belt because women get to have purses. But if a guy, like guys can't have purses, like it doesn't go. But we need like, I was inspired by the time, Tyler, that you and I went out. And this is when you first started using a phone phone clip. clip. And I was like, God, I just like, I want to hate it. But I also am jealous that my, his phone is not in his pocket and mine is. So there's got to be a way. Um, maybe this this is the, how we're gonna make our millions is a yep. a fashionable men's utility belt. But yeah. the last question I wanted to ask here to bring us out is: Do you think that our current style 
will ever go out of style? Mm, good question. I think I feel like I feel like most of our style is built on like timeless basics. So we're just gonna say that I think we have a very timeless sort of classic traditional type of um I don't know, there's there's like a element of jeans and a t shirt and boots that will probably always be in style. And mm-hmm. honestly at this point, at the age that I am now, I don't really give a shit what people say anymore about <laughs> what I wear. And if it feels yeah. good, then you know, I think that's the most important thing. And the this okay, secondly, as a band on stage, you don't wanna all look like you don't feel cohesive because right say somebody's wearing like a bro tank and sport shorts and water shoes versus like you know somebody was wearing boots and a a button down shirt and a jacket it it's going to feel a little weird right. it's not to say you shouldn't encourage everybody to be who they are but there's an element of like are they in the same band are they like are they just hired for this gig right. yeah I feel like people yeah. that go and watch bands or musicians, they kind of expect um, a certain persona, a style, and and I feel like denim and boots, um, though it it really does feel like we came into that style naturally. Um, I think those are kind of things that will never like a denim jacket will. Hopefully, you know, as long as I've been alive, there has been a reoccurrence or of that. Some version of it. Yes. And, um, you know, I think it, um, I think, I think people will, like I said earlier, you know, it, it seems like it's kind of gone back somehow to this. You guys didn't agree with me, so I don't know if you've noticed, but like the '90s style is definitely no. I, I agreed. It's okay. definitely coming back. It's coming I just back. Think it's, I just think it's bad. No, I'll never do it. You know, like the the window pane shirt or whatever that we used right. to wear. You know, it just it won't happen. But um, I hope it stays classic. I I think if I could dis- describe most of my interests and things that I like, I would say classic. Like I love. Coca-Cola and I love records mm. and I love uh you know just like I love the way old cars look and the way denim yeah. feels and I hope that that will always be classic you know I love like if I'm trying to get something done I'll just put on classic rock music for 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. just to get me amped and um I hope that style stays around but we're gonna, man. This is gonna be like a uh, time capsule podcast. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah. <go back. laughs> we'll come back to it and be like, no, we don't wear any of that shit yeah. anymore. <laughs> I will say there have been a few times where we've all walked into like a subway together, and the person is like, "Are you guys in, the in band? a band?" Yeah. So there's definitely <laughs> something to it. We definitely give off a band vibe. But, yeah. Um. All right. Well. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Similar Vein Podcast, episode 19. Um, Be sure to comment, rate, and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, hit us up on Instagram with ideas or things that you'd like to hear more of. Drop a comment in our posts and let us know what you thought of this episode. And until next time, we'll see you all later. See you all.